Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Franklin Francisco podcast. Uh, today, I would like to have a conversation about what's going out in the world right now. Um, you can't ignore it no matter how hard you try. Too many things are happening right now where it's affecting everyday life and people are suffering in more ways than one. Um, number one being the food shortage. Uh, a lot of these places now have gotten to the point now where people can't even afford to buy food anymore. It's, it's ridiculous. I remember when I could just a few months back, a year back, I could buy a dozen eggs for 72 cents from Walmart, 77 cents from Walmart. Some places you're paying $3 for a dozen of eggs, three. I have five kids. I have to buy a box of eggs, okay, that has stacked two levels on there because I can't afford to buy one dozen. I have to buy it in bulk now because it's so expensive. It's so outrageous. It it just, it's unattainable sometimes. Bread. On the other hand, some places is still cheap. Uh, Aldi, you still can go there and get it for a loaf for 50 cents, but it's not the most, you know, it's not the the most uh, dense bread you can buy. It's, you know, it's pretty thin, but it does the job. You know, water is has gone up. I I was getting gallons of water at Aldi for, you know, 50 cents. Now they're up to a dollar. Uh, prices of everything have gone up. You can't afford, you can barely afford anything right now. Uh, gas. Gas have, has come down a bit, but it's still over the $3 range in some places here. And the South is pretty reasonable. South Carolina, uh, where I live, typically has a cheaper gas. Like right now, the cheapest place here that I found was like $3.22. But you have other places in North Carolina where the gas is almost $4. New York, you know, they're probably still hovering around 4 or $5 a gallon. Los Angeles is probably, you know, still hovering around 7 or $8 a gallon. It's ridiculous. Uh, the shortage of wood still. And the wood thing has been going on for uh, quite a few years now where you, I've been trying to do work on my decks, my front and my back deck forever, and I can't because I can't afford the wood. They're charging in some places 16 to $24 for a piece of four by four. Four by four. One piece, 16 to $24. It's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous. But this is the state of the world we're in right now. You have a drought that's going on in every, just about every part of the world. You have desert spring and leaks now, which is insane to me. You have water coming up through the sands now, like videos posted all over TikTok, Twitter, of literal water gush, gushing through, uh, through the deserts. And everybody thinks it's the end days, <laughs> you know, because of the droughts. But this is not uncommon for this to happen. They wrote this stuff before, like those, uh, like the markings in the rocks. If it said, if, it's, if this hit this level, then you should be worried. Guess what? It hit this level. So that means it's not the first time it hit that level. You know, we're terraforming the world every time we, we drill into it. Every time we, hit, you know open a new pipeline somewhere. We're changing the landscape of where we live. Okay. We're changing the last uh, the landscape of how we live. Our resources are finite. 
Like people don't understand this. This is not something that's going to be around forever. And people thinks it is. Some of this stuff might be inside jobs. I don't know. Like how do you kill an entire factory of chicken? Uh, there was an entire factory that burned down that supplied eggs and chickens to the country magically just burned down during, during the pandemic. You had a bunch of cows that died out of nowhere and they blamed it on, on the heat, even though they had plenty of water and they could have kept the cows inside to keep them uh, safe from the heat. You, you're telling me there was stuff that we couldn't do to prevent this stuff. Listen, it has gotten to the point now where you have um, conspiracy theorists who are starting to look pretty good right now. And it's weird for me to say that because I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge conspiracy guy. There are some things I believe do happen behind the scenes. It's just the way of the world. It's always been like that. People in power will always do what they need to do to stay in power. People in power will always try to do what they can do to manipulate the situation into their favor. Whether you're on the left or the right, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. But we're at to the point in this in this country now where we can't even afford to feed kids. It was bad before. It's even worse now. It was bad before. It's worse now. I, being on a budget is one of the hardest things you can do when it comes to feeding a big family. Now, I don't blame anybody for me having my family. I chose to have my family. So it's my job to take care of my family. And I absolutely take a 100% responsibility for that. It doesn't mean I can't complain about how the economy is going right now. I can't complain that my dollar is not stretching like it used to, but the one top percent ain't got a problem with that. Look at the look at the uh, governor or mayor of uh, um, Jackson, Mississippi. The entire water infrastructure has broken down, but this genius um, can get a water tank delivered straight to his house so he doesn't have to worry about being without water while the rest of his constituents can't even flush their goddamn toilet. This is, this is what I'm talking about. This is why people get upset. This is why people feel like we don't matter in situations. People in the, in, in the top 1% have no problem getting what the resources that they need. But everybody else has to get the scraps that are left over. I don't care how hard you work. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be over you. I don't care if you are your own boss. There's always going to be somebody that has more power than you and more money than you. You will never be on the same level in playing field as these people if you're not in the game that they play. And then in anybody that tries to fight against the system, what tends to happen? Hmm? Andrew Tate, what happened to him? He tried to wake some people up. He tried to let them know how the system works. It wasn't even about uh, the, the message he was talking about women. Okay. And don't get me wrong. Andrew Tate makes some strong takes, like some very um, strong takes that a lot of people didn't agree with when it came to how he talked about what women should be and shouldn't be doing. Okay. But that's not what got him banned. It, was the, it wasn't the misogyny that got him banned. It was the fact that he was trying to wake people up about the power that these governments have over other people. That's what got him banned. And he was trying to wake people up about that because he knew how to play the game. And he was trying to instruct people on how to play the game. And people didn't like that. They didn't like the fact that he was giving this stuff away. He was waking people's minds up to what was going on. But our, 
our world right now is in shambles. You still got the war going on in Ukraine. That's that's a stalemate. That hasn't gone anywhere. Russia's not going to win that. And Ukraine might not even win. It's going it, to it'll end up being like North Korea, South Korea. They're going to they're going to sign a treaty because as long as the US is back in Ukraine, Russia is not going to win this war. Okay? US is going to keep supplying them with money. US is going to keep supplying them with weapons. And then Russia's going to, you know, Putin's not going to back down into the point where they just say, look, man, it's enough. Too many people have died. Too much has been destroyed. Too many people have suffered. Let's just sign a treaty and, and call it a day. And Russia will go on, continue to do what they do. Ukraine will continue to go on doing what they're doing. But at the same time, we're paying the price for that, though. Because all that money that's getting printed, that's getting sent out to Ukraine, which I understand why they're doing it. Like I said before, it's political ties. I get it. I understand. But regardless of that fact, all that money that's being printed, that's being sent out, is taken away from resources we have here. You're sending billions of dollars overseas, but billions of dollars should be pumped into our infrastructures here. It should be pumped into making uh, resources better. We're so worried about climate change and you know getting rid of gas cars, but you don't realize those batteries that those electric vehicles run on, those are mined. Those metals are mined from the ground, from mountains, they're mined. So you're still terraforming the earth. You're still changing things, even though you're trying to say that you're trying to make it better. These same people crying about the environment are the same ones who are flying around in private jets. Do you people see the contradictory talk that these, that these celebrities and these politicians are doing right now? It makes me angry to my core. Don't talk about climate change, but yet you're still flying around in a private jet, burning jet food like crazy. California is trying to ban any gas cars by like 2025 or 2026. But yet they were just in the news recently telling people not to charge their vehicles, their electric vehicles. Are you kidding me? All these political pundits make noise. And then when it comes to election time, all of a sudden they're they, they changed their tunes, all of them. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, independents, libertarian, a green party, tea, I don't care. Everybody changes their tune around election time. And if you think these people are not friends and they don't connect with each other outside of Congress, outside of the House, outside of the Senate, you are crazy. They're all in the club. Once you get in that club, you're in that club. You can talk all you want to in front of the cameras, but behind the scenes, they're buddy-buddy. Every one of them. They put on a show. They don't care about you. What they care about is staying in power. What they care about is doing what they do, whatever's necessary for them to continue to be in power the way they are. There's no term limits for senators. These guys can stay in, 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 as senators for the rest of their careers. If somebody doesn't boot them out. Our welfare system is jacked up. There are people who really do need help, and we don't give it to them because they think everybody should be able to stand on their own. Some people can't stand on their own. See, this is not like it was in the 50s and the 40s, where people who can't take care of themselves and stand on their own, you just throw them in a sanitarium, call it a day, and let the government take care of them. That way. There are people who can manage their day-to-day -day the best they can, but can't 100% take care of themselves. And this is where the help needs to come in at. We have families struggling to feed their kids 
We have mothers struggling to uh, to bottle feed their babies because of the, the shortage in formula. How is this happening? We have gotten to the point now in society where it is just it is it's just crazy to me how far down the rabbit hole we've gone. Where you got guys who are actually trying to wake the country up that are <laughs> that are getting uh, uh, censored or getting booted off. I I don't understand it. Like I said in a previous video, I'm neither red pill or blue pill. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, don't call me woke because it's not about being woke. I believe people have an opinion and people have to have a right to say their opinion, but you're also going to pay for that opinion. Nothing in this world is free. There's going to be backlash for everything you say. Even if it, it's, even if you say it in a content where it was not meant to be offensive, or even if you say it in a way where it was meant just to make a point, people are going to find a reason to get mad at it. Because we cannot have civil conversations anymore in this world. If somebody, you try to have a conversation with somebody, a, a re real honest conversation, whether it's left or right, you're going to have names thrown at each other. Because they don't generally don't know how to talk and generally don't know how to express themselves. With a You can make your point without being violent towards each other. You can make your point without calling somebody names or degrading somebody. My belief system doesn't have to be your belief system. I don't have to agree with you. I can hear what you have to say. I can appreciate that's how you feel, but that does not mean I have to agree with you. And we've gotten to the point in this country now where everybody feels we have to agree with everything what everybody else is saying, or we're a bigot, or we're, you know, we're phobic about something because we don't agree with their viewpoint. That's nonsense. Somebody's allowed, uh, uh, one side of the coin is allowed to have preferences. The other side of the coin is not allowed to have preferences. What is going on? We have gotten to the point now where we're just bickering and fighting with each other for no reason. Because we let, let this stuff go on. We're being it, it, programming. That, I mean, it is no, I don't want to use that term, but that's, that's the only term I can come up with is programming. We are being programmed by media. We are being programmed by the news. We are being programmed by the government. It's programming. Look around you and what's going on and tell me this is not programming. It's about control. It has always been about control. If you can control the masses, if you can control the narrative on what's going on, people will fall in line. Look out through history. How do you control people? You control people bothered by fear, by fear, sheer fear of violence, or you control people by what? Taking away their most basic necessities, like their water, like their food, like their natural resources to survive, like their money. You take that away from people, people have to rely on the government. People have to rely on the, on the government for help. Because they can't go out and get it on their own. Yo, there's some parts of the states where you can't even grow your own food. How does that even happen? If I own 10 acres of land, you're going to tell me on property that I brought that I can't grow my own food? I can't grow potatoes, tomatoes, peppers. I can't grow cucumber. I can't grow any of that on my own property for personal use. And then even if I wanted to sell it, you're telling me I can't sell it? People sell their goods all the time at farmer's markets. 
but you have some states that prevent you from doing that. You also have some states, which absolutely blows my mind, does not allow you, does not allow you to gather your own rainwater. Something that falls from the sky that you do not own, that the government does not own. They do not want you gathering rainwater. Why? These people are not drinking the rainwater. They're using it for irrigation or they're using it for uh, stuff around uh, the house to wash cars, to wash dishes so they can save on water. You know why? Because they don't want us having our own resources. They want us to rely on the government resources. This is why I'm glad I live where I live because I don't have to rely. I have my own well. I have my own well system. I don't use sewer. I have my own septic tank, which can get pumped out every couple of years. It's, it's crazy to me how our resources are dwindling down, even though I believe we have enough resource. They're finite. Don't get me wrong. But that shouldn't be for a, another 500, 600 years. My kids will be well gone by that time. I'll be well gone by that time. You have trucks that are backed up that can't, are not getting unloaded. Like what, like, it's crazy to me. It's, and, and then you have people who want to be heroes who want to come up as the heroes, you know, in Republican States and democratic States that say, Hey, you know, we're going to open the ports up and blah, 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 blah. This country is making their own people suffer. And we are a privileged group. Don't get it twisted. People in this country are privileged. I don't care if you're bottom half. Unless you're homeless and you're in a place to live, you are privileged. And I'll tell you why. Go to some of these countries and see what poverty really looks like. These third world countries. Go to Haiti. Go to Haiti and see what poverty looks like. These people are eating mud cookies. Do you understand that? Do, do you really comprehend the suffering that goes around the world? People, they have to make cookies. They have to make these little cakes out of mud to sustain themselves because they decided they wanted their freedom from France and France taxed them for it. And they still haven't been able to get out of it. And then when the hurricane happened, all that money that was supposed to go to that infrastructure to rebuild, it went into the pockets of the so-called people who are trying to help. Puerto Rico, another place that's being held hostage by the Jones Act. They can't get help from any other country. It has to go to U.S. ports first, then it has to get delivered to the island, even though we're, we're supposed to be part of the U.S. We've been U.S. citizens for the, since the early 1900s, yet we're still treated like second-class citizens. We're Americans, people. Yet you treat the island as if it's your own, it's your own vacation spot. And you try to push out the people of the island to do what you want to do there, which is build Airbnbs so you can rent it out to people to come over there and destroy the island like you destroy everything else uh, that you get your hands on. That island was there long before people started coming to try to take it over. And then Puerto Rico's government is so corrupt, like every other government in the world. There's not one government out there that doesn't have one corrupt, two corrupt, three corrupt people in it, period. There's always somebody on the take no matter what. But Puerto Rico is a travesty because it is such a beautiful island. It is a place where people have built something from nothing. 
But there's so much colorism going on there. There's so much hate going on in there. People hating each other. And now you have people coming into the island because it's a tax haven. Hey, it's the new Sweden. New Switzerland, I'm sorry. New Switzerland. You have a tax break coming in. Your money can come in there. You don't have to pay certain taxes. You come live over there. So you have people trying to buy a public land and thinking that those lands belong to them. Every beach in Puerto Rico is public land. But you have people thinking because they're paying $3 million for a house, you can have a public beach. That's not how that works. You can't come in there with your money and think you own anything other than the house that you brought. Especially the beaches in Puerto Rico, which are some of the most beautiful in the world. You don't own that. Do people not see the riots that are going on around the world? Puerto Rico, people are fed up. The power company over there hasn't been doing their job. They privatized it. It's supposed to help still blackouts. The Dominican Republic, man, these people have blackouts on a daily. Most people have the things that they have on that island. You know why? Because people who have left the island have come to the United States to work and send money back home. They send boxes of supplies back. They send air conditioners. They send clothes. They send food. They send everything to that island because these people are making nothing. One of the biggest tourist attractions in the world is the Dominican Republic. Do you know how much these cooks are making that work at these resorts? Do you know how much these maids are working that, that work in these resorts, these workers? They're making nothing. Because one of our dollars is worth 44 of their dollars. You got Haitians that come to the Dominican Republic because the Haitian money is even less than the Dominican money. So they come to the other side of the island to earn money. China's struggling right now. And they were on this projection of like growth of like 8%, 8-9% a year. Now that's gone into the toilet now because of these lockdowns that they're doing for everything. You got people who can't even get into their accounts anymore over there. They're locked out of their accounts. They're locked out of their bank. It's People don't understand what's going on because the media doesn't show it to you all. If it doesn't concern them or it's not something that can bring attention to what their agenda is, they're not going to show it to you. You have to go and look at this stuff on your own. <clears throat> but when you have people who are trying to show you what's going on and you censor them, that's not a good thing. We have gone to the point now where it's 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 really, really bad to be in any part of the world. But there's no other place I'd rather be than here because I know I have certain advantages. I know I'm privileged when it comes to certain things. Am I still considered a second-class citizen? Absolutely. That's never going to change. That's not, and, I, and, and I understand that. But I, you know what? I don't let that be an excuse as to why I don't try to do what I need to do. I understand how the game is played. I understand it. I may have to tread water my entire life. That's just the way of it. Do I want to tread water my entire life? No. I don't need to be filthy rich. I just want to be comfortable enough where I don't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from. I want to be comfortable enough. If I want to take a trip, I can take a trip. The 1% doesn't have to worry about that. And some of these guys like Andrew Tate, some of these guys like Kevin Sanyu before he passed was trying to wake people up to what's going on to stuff. But then you have people who have their own agenda <laughs> where they'll try to make controversy out of anything you do. Look at that lady that got, that got uh, fired off of TikTok. Her job was to be a mental health 
um, person. And she decided to go on TikTok and rant and rave about men that she was helping. And she's surprised she got fired. Look at the other lady that got her TikTok banned for making, calling Drew Barrymore racist because she was dancing and, and enjoying the rain. Because she's like, you're stealing from black creators. I didn't realize dancing in the rain was just something that happened to black creators. That's been going on forever. There was a movie called Singing in the Rain. People have been dancing in the rain and singing in the rain for forever, millennia. Why do we look for controversy? Why do we always look to box ourselves in? We don't do ourselves justice by this. It doesn't always have to be a competition. Our resources are dwindling. And what aggravates me the most is, is you have states in the West who have a water shortage. And what they're trying to do is, hey, can you ship us some of your water from the Midwest? They want to drain the lake systems to go feed you over there in, in the area. What is the biggest water supply we have? Ocean water, correct? You're telling me with all the technology we have, with all the great innovations and breakthroughs we have by now, we couldn't have created a pipeline that desalts desalinization of the ocean water in order for us to start pumping water back into Lake Mead, in order for us to start pumping uh, water back into these lake beds that are drying up all over the world. Are you kidding me? Dubai spends billions of dollars on building up their city structure. You telling me the U.S., with all the money they're sending overseas and everything that they're covering, you telling me they couldn't create a, a plant, a power plant, specifically to run to de-salt ocean water so we can pump it back into these lakes. The ocean is an, it's an abundant supply, apparently, because what's going to happen when the, and this is where the climate change stuff aggravates me. Oh, we're going to have massive floods. The world is going to, you know, when these ice caps melt, the world, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So how do we get ahead of that problem? The sea levels has risen every year. So why are we not, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Please educate me. Leave a comment. Tell me. With all the money and infrastructure that we have, you're telling me we can't create a plant big enough where we can pump directly where it doesn't affect the, 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 the ocean life. You know, you put filters in place and whatever so it doesn't suck things in. You're telling me we don't have the capability to do that? Because it might cost too much, but you don't have a problem sending $14 billion over to Ukraine. But we can't feed our lakes and these people's water supplies from the ocean. The ocean covers essentially the entire planet. The ocean levels are rising. Flooding is ridiculous. And you're telling me that we don't have enough water to supply and refurbish these lakes because of the drought. Stop it. You have places that snow so bad, okay? Especially places up north like Canada, places up north in, in Western New York, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, even parts of New York where it's just snow, snow, snow. You're telling me all that snow that's gathered, you just pull it up in piles, you just leave it there, and when the air, when it, it turns, it gets, uh, when it gets hot, it melts away. You telling me you can't gather this stuff 
take it somewhere to contain it, filter it out, clean it, and ship it out. It's snow. We have pretty good fur testing systems. We can clean the snow. But now, now it's the forever chemicals now. That's the new thing, forever chemicals. We'll get them in our bodies and they'll stay there forever. Everything in this world can kill you from what you eat to what you drink to you stepping outside, the heat, the cold, animals, Jesus Christ. Like you're walking on eggshells your entire life. But we have resources that we can use that we're not utilizing because it might be too much work to get it done. There is no reason on God's green earth we can't collect this snow from all these other places that are there. We build these mighty dams, these dams that are so large because we, we needed to build power plants. We, we have, this is a fact, we have so many dams that we've built that has actually tilted a bit the Earth's access because of the amount of weight from all these, from all these, uh, these dams across the world. Again, terraforming your own planet. Anytime you drill into the ground, you're terraforming your own planet. You're changing the planet into something else. Our resources are finite. But they're not so finite where we can't help people that need help. You can't tell somebody. The government pays farmers not to grow food. Why? That way, they can control the market. They can control the market to do whatever they want. You have people who throw tons of food away. Tons of food go, go in the dumpster. Tons of food go to landfills because they just don't want to give it away. Why not feed the people who are hungry? We can't make money off it. We don't need it. It's gotten that bad and it's gotten to that point. We have things that we can do to help this country. We have things that we can do that can help us thrive as a nation, and we're not doing it. Water shortages, oceans right there. Create a system to desalt the ocean water. That's been a problem because the ocean's been rising to help replenish these, these lakes and replenish the water supply. But why do that? Because if the population gets smaller, those are less resources that we have to use. But don't get it twisted. These climate change warriors, they don't really understand. They're not, they're, what change are they fighting for? You're still flying around in your private jets. You're still driving around electric cars that the battery that you're using is, um, has to get mined. Lithium and whatever other metals are in there has to get mined. So you're still, you're still damaging the, the, you're still damaging the climate. You're still damaging the world. You want to get greener, but at the same time, you know, big oil is not going to let you do that. Big oil is going to have a problem with that because big oil is going to lose money. This is what you have these guys in Congress for. You have these guys that go into Congress and they fight for big companies like cigarette companies, oil companies. It, it's, it's a never ending battle. You know why at the end of the day? Because money talks. People care more about money, sustain themselves because they know they're, they're in the top 1%. They don't have to worry about what's going on down here because their resources are always going to be there. We got to do better. And I don't think we will. And that's the sad part. Not in my generation, not in my son's uh, generation, not even in my, younger, in my daughter's generation, which is even younger. I fear for our kids moving forward. 
I fear for the generations moving forward, how this country is going to end up being. A good movie, it's a satire movie, but a good movie for you guys to watch is uh, Idiocracy. Movies, it's it's hilarious movie, but it's funny, but it's an indictment on, on how things can potentially end up in, in this world if things keep going the way it's going. It's a great movie. It's funny. But it, I mean, it's kind of sad, too, because a lot of the stuff that's in that movie is a lot of the stuff that's happening right now. We have resources to use that we don't utilize. If we are short on water in the winter states, when the snow gets so bad, you have to pile it up with minute, like miniature mountains. All that snow can get moved. All that snow can get contained and melted down. And all that water can get shipped out. It's possible. The ocean water can get desalted to replenish these lakes. It's possible. The problem is, is that we don't want to put the infrastructure in to do it. But yet, again, we can pump out billions of dollars to other countries because we want to keep that political power. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about power. Anyway, folks, I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'll leave you what I always leave you with. If you found your purpose, live it. Talk to you folks later. Have a good day.